0: Welcome to Grow Goodness
1: with Grace. I'm Sophie. And I'm also Sophie. And today we are here to talk about the shit everybody thinks but nobody wants to say. Welcome to podcast number five. Um, We're going to chat a little bit today about um, just grocery shopping, how we grocery shop, our background with um, food, and all of the above. But today, we are first going to start off with a potty training update.
0: (laughs) Yes, welcome to Grow Goodness with Grace, episode number five. Um, Potty training. Okay, so... (laughs) We've now purchased the big boy underwear um, and he told, now he's beginning to apologize to me when he goes to the bathroom in his pants, but it does not change it. (laughs) He still does And what did he say to you the other day? Um, Like a naughty boy was, do you remember what he was talking about? Or was that Ariel? I can't it was remember. Not me. <laughs> it was something like we said, like, oh, we were talking in Champ and Bo. And we're like, only naughty boys go poop in their pants. Good boys go poop in the toilet. And Bo was like, yeah, Champ's a good boy. He goes poop in the toilet. I'm a naughty boy. And <laughs> we just like totally fine with it. And so. Like he like, doesn't care
1: that he's doing it. Does not, not care.
0: <laughs> I'm like, maybe it'll be easier when it's nicer out. Cause I just, I think I'm gonna start putting him in underwear so he can like have the sensation. Um, So I'm thinking maybe this weekend, once it starts to get nicer out, we can be playing outside. But yeah, he's becoming remorseful. It's not changing the behavior. Um, (laughs) But I, I left you guys off with a cliffhanger on episode number one, and I totally forgot about that. So I wanted to tell you the story about my driving. Um, with my child so over the past well he was only in the car once when I like tapped the garage um, but the past year I've just like <laughs> ran into stupid shit going slow I've backed into a tree I've hit a pole no major accidents. no major <laughs> like going 10 miles yeah. per hour I've backed into a snowbank and I'm always being careful I just like my car is big and It is huge. It's huge. And And so, yeah, it's just what I blame it on. And my backup camera, um, even though this is not like a thing I should blame it on, but it doesn't beep at me until after I hit something. So whatever. So a few weeks ago, I had to park on the opposite side of the garage than I normally do. And I was in a hurry, naturally, running late. And I like floored it out of the garage and I smoked my mirror on the side of the garage. And Bo just happened to be with me. So he's pretty judgy now with my driving. And every time I drive back into the garage, he like peeks his little head from behind me and is like, mom, watch out for the garage. So (laughs) a few (laughs) weeks, he's two. So a few weeks ago, um, that was probably two months ago. And then a few weeks ago we were leaving daycare and I was um, backing out of their driveway and there was a tree on the other side of the road. And he said, Mom, watch out for that tree. And I was like, it's like 10 feet away. And I was like, do you think I'm going to hit the tree? And he's like, yep.
1: Now Bo's your backup camera.
0: Yeah, now Bo warns me of all of the obstacles in my way. And then just two days ago, I picked him up from daycare. And we're driving on the road, and another car is coming towards us. And he says, Mom, watch out for that car. Like, I'm going to hit the... F-ing car driving towards me and then I just didn't say anything because I'm starting to get a little bit offended and then he uh, then I passed the car without hitting it obviously and he goes great job mom and he was just so proud of me the whole way home for not hitting the car so that's my other update on him um, he's telling me all the things to not hit when I'm driving so <laughs> so much fun having a two-year-old. They're very honest. He's the best
1: though. He is the best. He's just very honest. He doesn't forget anything. No he really doesn't
0: Mm -hmm. and I don't ever know he's picking up on something until like a few weeks later he just blurts something out and I'm like oh like I was watching a TikTok and he repeated the TikTok today and I was like oh you're listening okay. Do you like my
1: TikTok that I made? (laughs) Yes. It took me like an hour to do that. Like I so yesterday I did the Sarah's Day workout and I was like, it's okay, a very
0: funny, awkward it's just dance. Just dancing video.
1: TikTok and I was like, hey, whatever. I guess that's enough exercise for the day. But then I did this TikTok at like eight p.m. at night for an hour, and my watch told me I burned like two hundred calories. That took you an to, hour. Yeah. <laughs> you should have seen the first one. <laughs> Preface, I am the most awkward, lanky person ever, so... Yeah, it's, it's not, so it's not funny. Public.
0: Post it, post no.
1: it. <laughs> we should make one, though.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so I want to dive in, but I first kind of want to talk about what day we're on. I don't even know. It's probably like fourth week of quarantine. Um, um,
1: yeah, yeah, it's about a month because my last session was March 16th.
0: Okay, yeah, so like a month into this. Mm-hmm. Um, i am just bummed because it's snowing out and i really want to run outside again because it helps my mental health so that's
1: kind of but it's supposed to be nice this weekend where
0: i'm at yes hoping to buy some patio furniture (laughs) so um we've been i know people are judgy but like supporting the economy so whatever lots of online shopping yeah to pass the time yeah Doing good for our house.
1: Yeah, now I've been looking for a dog for my dad. Oh, yeah,
0: and shopping for animals. <laughs> I saw this TikTok, and it was, like, flip the switch. Yeah. And it says how to grow a puppy. And uh-huh. then they put the piece of paper in water, and then they turned the light off and turned it back on, and
1: it was a puppy. It was so cute. did do that. Yeah, I want my dad to name it Sage. And he said... Oh, I love Sage. He said, um, no. <laughs> He's going to name it Duke number two. I'm oh. like, what... Dad doesn't have a lab named Duke. <laughs> Just let me know. No, know. such like I or feel Jake. like it's such, such a strong name. Had, we've had Jake and Duke. What's the next one going to be? Ace.
0: <laughs> Ace. I'm trying to think of dog names like Gunner. Was Ethan's dog's name. I always feel like it's just like really brute names, but Bo is like a dog name too, I think. I've heard of two or three people having I'm, Beau.
1: I, have, I know people who have dogs named Sophie too. I know. Sophie's yeah. a very common dog name. I'm like, I'm okay with it.
0: Love dogs. <laughs> okay, so let's get on to our first and basic topic we want to talk about is our grocery haul, and we kind of want to talk, well, actually, we should probably say our
1: background first. Yeah. Not
0: that we have like adequate...
1: Yeah, I have have not went to school for, like, nutrition or dietetics or anything like that, but I did go to school for agriculture, so I have that background kind of, well, agriculture and animal science, so both (laughs) aspects of it, but not necessarily in the nutrition. I'm not going to tell you what to buy, but I know how it's made and marketed and all of that jazz, and then you kind of know. Probably, like, the complete opposite.
0: Um, yep. yeah, I am in school for health coaching and basically, and I finished in two weeks. I cannot believe it's been a, a year. year, a year. Holy crap. Um, That's so weird. And life is, looks so different. When I signed up a year ago, I was in Mexico. Life was so great. Oh. <laughs> I miss Mexico. I love Mexico. Anyways, though, so I, um. When I'm going for health coaching. And so I have a lot of, what do I want to say? Training or education on nutrition and.
1: What to eat?
0: What to eat, um, bio individuality. I'm really exposed to a lot of different diets that might be fads um, from 20 years ago all the way up until now. Just a lot of more interesting nutritional based stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and i will i suppose be doing some hormonal health stuff and so because i'm in school i was gonna i don't think we talked about this last time but i did want to bring it up because i just think it's funny um when i got drunk during quarantine on the hundredth day whoever really knows what day it is i signed up for school again and i was talking to my friend and i was saying that and they were like yeah no i like shop when i get drunk I don't sign up for school. Like, yeah. It's such a
1: weird thing. My Amazon Prime. When I'm yeah. drunk. Not sign up for school.
0: <laughs> but I'm gonna do some more hormonal health stuff just because I want to know more about um, that's really interesting. Oh, it's so interesting how all the this food we intake affects our hormones and how that in turn affects disease in the body. So, but basically just trained more in nutrition, but again, it's not dietetics it's not anything like that it's more so holistic approach that's kind of what I want to
1: say and I feel like your nutrition school is really based on like lifestyle versus like yes 100% um, I don't really know like when I think of nutrition I think of like bodybuilders who you know count every single macro yes yours isn't necessarily that it's like lifestyle changes like even how like money and yes uh, it's work related and everything everything
0: yep it's more and I mean we could talk about that all day but it's definitely more so split into primary foods and secondary foods and primary foods are complete lifestyles. so it's like career relationships um finances all of that stuff and then secondary food is the nutrition so it really encompasses all the most important parts of our life um, but that's kind of just our background and we wanted to clarify that because we do have some knowledge and experience with this so we're not just like pulling it out of our butts but it's definitely opinion based as yeah, it's well it's very
1: opinion based and most of what i learn on nutrition not from school is just a lot of like my own research you know yes I'm just I I'm a foodie I love to cook I love to grocery shop I love everything about eating food and making food I could
0: not be more opposite (laughs) I love to go out to eat yeah um but oh I wanted to mention something else about that um
1: we're not I'm not a professional food Oh yes this
0: is this is what I wanted to say bio individuals right so it's like she does what works great for her I do what works great for me and we learned through experience and our education. Yeah. Yeah so do you want to talk about your grocery haul first since you are more of a foodie than I am?
1: Do you want me to talk about how I grocery shop or like like what I buy?
0: Let's do both. So like what uh, average grocery haul looks for you, why you buy certain things and what you look for. Okay, so
1: I'll preface this by saying I have no children. (laughs) So, but I probably still buy the same amount of food as somebody with kids does. (laughs) Because I eat a lot and I buy a lot. And also I work from home like 100% of the time. So I feel like that's- And you
0: don't really go out to eat that much. I don't really
1: go out to eat that much. So I feel like that changes a lot of things because when people go to work, like they'll eat out at work or they'll bring like little lunches for work. I eat at home three meals a day every single day. So um, typically when I go grocery shopping, I never ever make a list. (laughs) I just go, but I usually start in like the produce aisle and I just go back and forth skimming through it and I pick out, you know, what kind of veggies I want that week, what kind of fruits I want that week, whatever's good. Do you go every single week? Mm. Well, obviously not counting, like, what's going on now, but, like, just traditionally. I would probably say we go every other week for, like, a haul. And then, as needed, probably, like, we'll get 30 to $40 worth of stuff every once in a while. Like, if I want to make something that I didn't plan for. But I, I kind of wish I was a planner where I could, like, plan out meals so I could just go and, like... By Like Sarah. Oh. Sarah yeah, just Sarah's, uploaded a beautiful. Yeah <laughs> she always like plans what she's gonna make and I'm just not about that. So when I go to the grocery store though I usually always kind of prep foods throughout the week but not like meal prep Is in like I don't make it and put it in a little container and eat that all week. I like to prep like one week I'll prep ground turkey and one the next week I'll do chicken and the next week I'll do beef but I always have like a meat, and I usually always have, like, some sort of, like, starchy carb, like, um, like, sweet potato or, like, a chickpea, and then I'll usually make some sort of, like, beans, so I can just, like, throw bowls of random stuff together easily, so I'm not tempted to, like, go out and get McDonald's. Um, Does that make sense?
0: Yes. I, um, very similar, well... (laughs) Very similar. I, I, I used to be very similar. We'll kind of talk about that. But um, I do tend to gravitate towards that as well because I just, I am not like, I cannot food prep because no, I no. never, ever, if you're like, we're for sure having tacos tomorrow night, it's already made. I'm going to be like, I don't want tacos. Like just yeah. because I, I already have to have it. So I'm kind of more that way too is like, I'll get just, stuff ready, but yeah. don't. Um, like necessarily have a plan to make it into a meal. You just have like bases for yeah, meals. Yeah,
1: so I usually always have like that, and then I'll cut up some veggies, and I can like throw it together in a taco, or I can throw it together in a salad, or a bowl, or pretty much anything. Um, so I'll start there, and I'll start in the produce section, and I'll go around. Um, my kind of general rule of thumb is to stay on the perimeter of the grocery store. Because um, that's usually where your like fresh foods are and your whole foods, um, like produce and meat, cheese, eggs, etc. Usually the inside stuff is all of like the processed stuff that you want to avoid. Usually, peanut butter is on the inside, so <laughs> that's <laughs> trying to think of your inside foods. That's what I need uh-huh. is like peanut butter and oatmeal. Um, so I would say that's kind of what a typical grocery haul is. Logan and I probably spend like an hour to an hour and a half doing that. And I just enjoy it. And to be completely honest, we probably spend two, three hundred dollars every trip. But to me, it's important to spend more money on food than it would be to spend on other crap. Because I think a lot of, like, your mental health and your physical health comes from what you eat versus, like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I'm going to – I value buying good food and buying healthy food over, like, crap and feeling like crap. But that's just me because I don't go out and – I don't buy, like, nice clothes. I just buy gym clothes and food, to be honest. (laughs) Um, And American Eagle. Um, sweatpants that are on sale. They're always on sale. I don't think American Eagles ever wholesale. Their website has been very
0: slow. I know I shouldn't complain. That's really good. I think it's because a lot of people are buying. But literally, I'm like, it's so slow. All their shit shipping is so slow. Yeah, it is. I think they just Uh, had like a surge of
1: people wanting like sweatpants. Yeah. Because there's nothing else to wear right now. So
0: (laughs) I did get an Easter outfit that I'm now wearing to your wedding because I have no other events between now and your wedding to attend, so. um, Okay, but I wanted you to talk about, because you're gonna have some good knowledge about this, um, reading the label, and then on top of that, chemical components versus ingredients, because a lot of people tend to say, um, and I know you had said this before, something like, if I can't read what it is on the label, then I'm not gonna get it, but then people will debate like, oh, but what about an apple? and what's in an apple so kind Um, of talk about that
1: yeah so i i mean typically all the stuff that i buy is going to be like fresh produce so i don't really have to read the label on that but if i do go and i buy stuff like bread or like pre-made meals or cereal or granola or like snacks and treats and all that kind of stuff I am probably the most annoying person because I read every single label on everything because I like nothing. I makes, know you've ruined a lot yeah. of food for me. Nothing <laughs> makes me more irritated than when I look at packaging and it like makes you think it's going to be healthy and you turn it over and it's just like crap, 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 <laughs> crap. Like all these. So Sophie <laughs> reading the label and I'm like oh my gosh, these organic cookies
0: are so good. (laughs) And then you compare
1: them to like the other ones and they're exactly the same. (laughs) um, So yeah, my general rule of thumb with that is if I can't read what the ingredients are, to some extent, you know, because they'll put like, like you said, an apple, but those are just like chemical compositions of things. But um, you can usually tell what is just like processed crap versus that kind of stuff. Um, so that's my kind of rule of thumb. I always read the ingredients, not necessarily like carbs or, I mean, I do read like fat just because sometimes like they put like extra gross fats and things, but I'm a big uh, label reader, which is probably really annoying. Is but
0: there, um, I'm gonna ask you two questions, The it's f- just so I don't forget. Um, My first question is there is there anything that you would try to avoid and then my second question is um, on Marketing because we talked a little bit and I'm going to dive into the marketing a little bit on that but I Guess it's not really a question more so as (laughs) Because now I'm just like I kind of lost my train of thought with it But you know um, Sophie and I have definitely had the debates because I think we kind of have not different viewpoints but just like different education so um, like your education on organic versus my education on organic. And so I just have a different view than maybe you do, but we both are educated in our own way on it, and that's why we chose to have um, that opinion because right. it is opinion-based. So right. my thing on the marketing, and if you're, if you're doing a non-GMO diet for whatever specific reason, the only thing that I think is very um, – important for you to know is to know why you're doing the non-gmo yeah. diet and to know exactly like if i was to ask you the health benefits of it i think that you need to have an answer for yeah. that
1: and i'm kind of like the same way i pretty much won't buy anything that says organic mm-hmm. on it but, and i will <laughs> but that's just because i grew up doing agriculture um and i'm like when i do talk to people about like food and organic versus non-organic it's kind of the same thing i'm like um okay where was i going on this if you have your viewpoint on wanting to eat organic know why you do I'm not going to tell you not to I'm not going to tell you why you shouldn't but don't just say it because you think it's healthy um when you don't normally know that the thing that they labeled organic doesn't have a non-organic uh option yeah. which I think that just kind of in turns fall in
0: turn falls into the whole marketing marketing
1: yep so marketing um, the corruptness
0: correct. of yes. our food industry. So a if lot that of is. corruptness. Yes. That, that's not a word, but whatever.
1: A lot of um, people have fallen on the organic train, and the marketing people have really um, taken advantage. Taken advantage of it because there are only like what is it like not that many food that not that many food items that are actually. Um, I have to look it up actually
0: as you're doing that though um i want to i'm going to touch base on this a little bit because we'll just dive into the marketing and then i'll go back to my grocery haul but for marketing um you'll have to correct me if i'm wrong because this was a lecture i listened to in school like i want to say kind of when we first began so i'm not a hundred percent accurate about what's about to come out of my mouth but i'm like 90 percent sure that we're one of the only countries um that it's illegal to market to kids with
1: yeah good yeah like
0: with like colors and maybe characters and stuff like that if you see like their favorite disney character on a box of cereal that's really unhealthy it is illegal in other countries to do that so i just think um in general our food markets and all of that stuff is very corrupt in that sense um we could talk about that all day with kids but i just thought that was a very interesting fact um but you can go back to your organic stuff you wanted to say
1: um well just like a quick google search because i was like i'm just not sure which so when the number one thing that like annoys me is when people put Um, GMO-free on foods that don't have, like, a GMO alternative or non-GMO alternative to get you thinking, like, oh, this one's healthier because it's GMO-free, but little do a lot of people know there's not even, like, another alternative to it. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yes. So, like... So, they're tricking you to buying buying it because it's non-GMO even though there's not a GMO version. Yeah.
1: So, those kind of things are the things that really just... And
0: it's so unfortunate because... people are trying so hard to do better for themselves and there is such a lack okay that's a prime example of why I went to school for health coaching because there is such a lack of knowledge about the food industry and like if you're just an average joe who wants to shape up your diet but you don't have like an ailment that's wrong with you you're probably not going to go see a dietitian or a nutritionist really you're probably not unless you're referred to by your doctor from I mean that's just a generalization but that's I'm here to like bridge that gap because people don't understand, like you said, just because it says organic, okay, it's- Is this, there it's, not, like, you know, there's, yeah. there, there's
1: not another option, but it gets you to buy it because they've paid for the organic marketing because you literally just have to buy and they just have to certify that you are not using GMOs and then you get to put it on your label even though there isn't another option. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And like another thing that- when we were talking about reading labels, is like, say like somebody has like a chickpea pasta. This is like a big one, but you turn over the box and you read it. And the first ingredient is chickpea flour. And the next ingredient is wheat flour. I'm like, what is the point then? Like if you ha- or have a gluten intolerance, then you know what I mean? And if, and if I literally saw it, like I would, you know, oh, it's
0: chickpea great I can have it because I need to be gluten-free because I have the sensitivity yeah. you know you could I could recommend that to one of my clients and then the, they would not they would maybe it, think they, to flip it over yeah so that's yeah. like
1: reading and ingredients then they get sick is really important because they may label it as something um, like that but then you flip it over and they're still using what you would normally make noodles out of which nothing against wheat noodles That's just like an example.
0: But but if you do have an allergy or something like that, like the marketing is extremely misleading.
1: Yeah, and then like another thing that I've seen before, one time I saw this like bag of chicken breasts and it said gluten-free chicken. And I'm like, I don't know when chicken started producing wheat. So those are like the kind of things that I'm just like, they just label anything that they can to get you to buy it and people fall for it. So yes. number Which, one recommendation not is to, just do your research. Yes, and I
0: feel like when people talk about this subject, um, it sort of tends to belittle the general public and that's not what we're trying to do at all. It's just more so educating you on what to do because we're all being tricked and they, horribly. that's
1: what their job is, you know, and they, yeah. they do a really good job at it. They do, clearly. And, <laughs> and we don't
0: have the resources. And you know what? Another thing on that is like, if you research, it's also very hard to find good research because it is so opinion-based. That's like another problem with the industry and the nutrition industry as a whole is there's not a ton of factual information that's not linked to an opinion. Um, so when you're researching, it's even kind of tough too. again, right. that's yeah. another reason I went to school for what I did because I think it's just really important. Um, I don't know. I kind of, that's kind of all I have to talk about though with the marketing besides read the labels, read
1: the labels and just do your research. Know if you're buying something, like know the reason why you're buying it. Yes. Whatever even even if you is. are an
0: organic, if you want to buy organic, that is great, but just, know why you're buying organic and if it's truly organic and all the reasoning behind it because I think it's important to have purpose when you're buying something especially organic non-GMO because that's the biggest tricks that our food industry likes to play on us.
1: Yeah, they just want you to buy it and they yeah. do they do a good job. They do they a they great all... job. It's <laughs> all... very sad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's very sad. Um and it's just a competition and I could go on forever about how I feel like the government is just like linked in on all of this and it's just a power play and it's money and it's not looking out for the best of the um, Americans. But you know, just read the label.
1: Local farmers market and support local.
0: Yes, that is the one thing you can take from this. It is so good to support local, to grow a garden, to get, you know, anything you can local. It's great. Okay, so I will talk about my grocery haul because it does look quite different than yours. (laughs) You also have a kid. Um, Yeah, and I also have a kid. But I do like I, okay, so I grocery shop in two different ways. I get all of my produce or like, well, I shouldn't even say all the outside of the grocery store. Um, I get my eggs and cheese or anything like that, whatever is on the outside of the grocery store, produce. All from a local grocery store. I actually use for everything else. I use um, Thrive. Thrive Market, and Thrive Market is like an online grocery store that it, it would I would compare it to like a Trader Joe's yeah, or like a I, Whole Foods.
1: I wish I could just sit down and like buy food online but there's so much
0: oh i love it
1: (laughs) it would take me forever because i'd have to read every label
0: (laughs) i've done i've had it for about a year now and basically like you pay 60 dollars for a membership and then you get things for a very good price a a year. year and then like i've done i've compared pretty much every single product i've bought label wise and price wise with something in the grocery store and so if I – and it's it's probably every single thing that you would find in the middle aisles. Um, when I first started shopping on Thrive Market, it was because um, probably, honestly, I just, like, wanted to shop at a Whole Foods or a Trader Joe's, something with better quality products. But we just didn't have anything like that. Econo has some good stuff here, um, but that but was – We just
1: have Walmart and yeah. our just general grocery store here. And it's just so. tough
0: and, like – Sometimes the prices are just not comparable and I hate to say that because I do I do support local with produce and stuff But it's just not comparable. So I was trying to find hmm, um, Substitutions that's basically how my diet is it is a substitution diet because I used to be Addicted to sugar. I loved sugar. I love pop um, my favorite candy was like sour gummy worms. Um, what are those little circles? Why can I not? The, think of the Pichos? Pichos? uh Oh yeah, I love pigtios too. Candy loves those. Um, the
1: sweet no. Oh, sweet tart. The chewy things. Do they have chewy ones. I think sweet tart is the brand, but they have chewy ones. Okay,
0: love. Yeah. Um, those. Anything chocolate. All of that stuff. Um, I could have survived if you would have seen my kitchen cabinet when I was, like, 18 years old. I just remember, like... It's so
1: funny, because when I was younger, all I would eat is Pizza Corner pizzas and Dr. Pepper.
0: Oh, I would never even think to get pizza. I don't really think about frozen pizzas that much. Oh, pizza rolls are...
1: I remember being, so good, like, though. in high school and being in basketball and volleyball and, like, every day coming home from practice, making a Pizza Corner pizza, eating <sighs> the whole thing, and drinking a Dr. Isn't Pet it Mart.
0: amazing when you were in high school that <laughs> you could eat so a whole skinny. pizza? so <laughs> skinny! I know! I think about that, and I was like, I could eat a whole pizza when I was younger. Yeah. Now I have two pieces, and I'm like...
1: Rest in peace, original pizza corner pizza, though. I know.
0: (laughs) I know. So sad. What a sad day for America. It's so good. Um, But I'm huge. Like, I love junk food. Any type of junk food. So... Thrive Market has very good substitutions. Like that, treats
1: and stuff. Treats, yeah. Oh, treats,
0: chips, popcorn, snack, anything like that. So when I, but I want to keep in mind that I, there is stuff that is on there that is unhealthy. I'm fully aware of that. Um, <laughs> I just Like I'll still buy it anyways because I'm also a big believer in the placebo effect. I think it is so interesting and I think if you, if you think you're eating healthy that's where i want to kind of go with the organic debate a little bit if you buy something organic and even if it's not organic or there's no other substitution but you firmly believe it is healthier for you i totally think that that like says something about products in itself like the placebo effect is so big and so that's why i buy lots of treats on there but there is so many things that i will buy that's like a substitution and so like one of my favorite things that i like is um i love cereal in the morning
1: oh and the reese's the healthy well i wouldn't say healthy but they're not like packed full of extra sugar yeah just like dark a chocolate lot and peanut of this butter.
0: yeah okay so basis again is like I'm a sugar freak now like I don't buy things high in sugar ever it is probably the only thing I watch consistently on a food label is how many grams of sugar it contains because I was so addicted I no longer am but I was so addicted um and so you like those Reese's I mm. feel like again it's like peanut butter and dark chocolate but there's not like added added sugars on top of that and so i'm always looking for that thrive market also has tons of brands where they'll which i would like to start making my own um spaghetti sauce but they have some very low in sugar um just stuff like like that
1: things that people don't really ever think about is like yeah they put you put ketchup on a piece of chicken and some ketchups are just packed with sugar sugar and i buy this
0: organic ketchup from thrive and i don't buy it because it's organic i buy it because it contains no like added sugars. No added it's sugars.
1: like cold tomato. Yes. And yeah. so
0: lots of the things I do have in my fridge or in my pantry are organic, but it's just coincidental because I'm always looking at the amount of sugar in it. Um, and that's why I have, again, my diet is very substitution-based. So I love Reese's, and so I will buy those mm-hmm. chocolates that don't have a ton of sugar in them. I buy, um, like, lots of snacky things that have, like, I have this granola that's not technically granola yeah yeah it's like it's like, like sunflower
1: seeds and stuff and it has Paleo. cinnamon
0: on it yeah stuff like that because I need snacky foods that are good for me but the great thing about Thrive Market is that it has a picture of each nutrition label on it so you can very very excuse me clearly see and then you can read through comments to see what people think if it tastes like shit if it's great if it's really not that good for you and they're trying to trick you um all of that stuff and then i get almond milk because i'm
1: i like almond milk and when people are like why don't you drink regular milk just and i like i wholeheartedly believe like support like the dairy farmers but i truly just love the taste of almond milk i like that it's not that thick and it's not thick and i just really like it so that's really the only reason i drink it not because i want to be like i have no diet like diet restrictions i should also say that like i'm not allergic to gluten i'm not allergic to lactose the only thing i can't eat is something like super super high in fiber like if i eat a whole buttload of uh quinoa i will get really sick because my body just can't handle that yes which is um,
0: interesting because it's technically a health food so yes
1: but i i just can't i think it's because my dad has diverticulitis
0: You know what's so interesting about that is I was listening to a lecture the other day and this guy, he was like eating really clean but he felt like crap and he was eating a lot of things like quinoa or other like things packed with carbohydrates even though they're healthy and he wasn't eating any healthy fats and so this health coach just like had him lower down the carbohydrates and then upped his fat a little bit and his energy levels like skyrocketed so I think it's also interesting just to add in there you can definitely have too much of like a quote unquote health food as well
1: because I used to you know Sarah's day she's like my favorite YouTuber she (laughs) always eats like chia seeds and I was like oh if I eat chia seeds like they're high in fiber that's really good for your gut but my gut cannot handle that much fiber. Mm -hmm. I just feel like crap, and I literally look pregnant. And that
0: is why it's so important to stress. Everything we say is opinion. It is, like, experience-based, bio-individual. Everybody is different. Everybody can ingest different things. When you talk about you like almond milk, um, Mm -hmm. but you can ingest milk fine. I can
1: drink regular milk, too. I just truly love Mm -hmm. almond milk. Yes, and (laughs) I...
0: I need to accept I have a little bit of a dairy intolerance, um, but I still will drink a little bit of milk, or I shouldn't say that, if I'm really wanting like but, a like, bowl cheese. of cereal.
1: But I'm gonna eat cheese. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, I have
0: shredded cheese on everything, but I like, I don't eat, or excuse me, I don't drink milk anymore. Um, I can't really eat a lot. I used to be obsessed with ice cream. Um, it makes so much sense why I was so sick. I was very sick when I was in high school, all of the time with stomach crap. Um, and it, it's so dumb because as I'm going through all this health coaching, I'm, like, I, I had, like, three or four trips to the ER where I'm, like, it literally was all food. Because I was, like, so obsessed with ice cream, too, and I just cannot digest mm, it.
1: But it's so good. I saw this meme the other day. So today. good. And it was, like, what's another intolerance besides, like, gluten? Like, another, mm. like, common one. Because it was three things. Gluten. Oh, no, it was peanuts. It was like, oh, peanut It was allergy. like somebody has a peanut allergy. No, don't come near me. I'll die from that. Somebody has a gluten allergy. No, I can't eat any of that or else I'll end up in the hospital. Somebody has a <laughs> lactose allergy. Screw it. I'm having ice cream. <laughs> That's literally how I get sometimes, though. And
0: then, I, you know, like you are with the quinoa. I'm just like, whole oh. And I, like, honestly... Now when I eat dairy, besides shredded cheese, because it's just a little bit where I feel like I can just like <laughs> add just it on top, bit. it's just not as much as ice cream, but I instantly will get a huge stomach ache where before I didn't used to get sick, so it's interesting when you start the Noticing elimination things. diet or, and that's just like a whole nother thing we could talk about on and on, but basically it's like you cut something out and then it's you see if you feel better or worse and then you can reintroduce it and even sometimes like if you cut out quinoa and then you were like i'm gonna add it back into my diet slowly your body might be able to digest it better than it did but sometimes you just get sick and so that's kind of how it was for the dairy thing for me um but back to my grocery shopping so that's basically where i get all of my stuff is thrive market um and it's just like what i have found has worked for me because i like the junk food stuff is like to find a healthy way to eat junk food yeah because you basically
1: you can't just cut out every single good thing in life no <laughs> and
0: that's like how i if i didn't do this i would be probably still eating gummy worms and living on lunchables because that's like mm, what i I, love <laughs> I know there's gonna be like everyone's like oh, girls like, but i'm like i will still to this day if i'm kind of like <laughs> Do I want to say hungover a little bit? Um, I will like I want like a hot dog or a lunchable or something. I used
1: to buy the pizza lunchables all the I
0: time. I love in the college. pizza lunchables. They're so good. I haven't found a healthy way to make that yet. No. So there's really there's no substitution. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my I grocery shop, and that's kind of what I've turned to is just like, again, that just shows you how different that our lifestyles are, and we still both feel decently good and if we don't we know how it's to all, feel good
1: well that's all like an 80 20 that's what they say like 80% mm-hmm. of the time eat healthy 20% of the time moderate treats because I just I don't think it's sustainable to just eat vegetables every single day for every single meal no like you're gonna fall off the band or off the wagon and you're gonna go in on a binge <laughs> So this is
0: another um interesting bio-individual thing where we can just say how we're different is like you love to eat vegetables yeah you'll add them and incorporate them in your meals and I hate it you and always so like
1: that looks disgusting
0: <laughs> you and Mary's food and like gross what the hell is that but um so I will instead I like have found a new love for well I've always loved juice but now I'm like juicing mm. at home a lot and that is how I make sure to get all my fruits and veggies in because I just like that's how I've uh, works for me where you make all of your foods with that as a base Sometimes. but I also
1: drink your juice yeah
0: <laughs> good yeah but that's just like goes to show like I hate vegetables I'll probably never make them with a the meal but like I make sure I'm getting them I also we used to used to do greens too
1: yeah I still have them like if I don't feel like I've been eating Either. very well I'll I have like a green supplement that is just like a powder
0: yeah it does not taste that good but like it's an option so there's there's no one right diet for anybody and that's kind of where our grocery haul is and what it looks like for us but we're so different in that in itself anyways um and that just shows that it just works for different for every single person
1: yeah not everybody has to eat the same thing Mm um i feel like i don't know how to say this but a lot of people always see like health Um, healthy eating as like a weight loss thing, but some people have the opposite and they need to gain weight. So they need to eat like higher fat, higher, you know, higher calorie things. So this is just like a person to person, individual individual, individual type of thing.
0: I just saw online the other day, it was like a pill to gain weight yeah for people who struggle to gain weight so I just it kind of just like struck a chord to me because I was like that's so interesting that you know we always talk about losing weight and the people who need to lose weight and all these programs but again not talking about people who need to gain weight so yeah
1: like fertility wise some people need to gain weight and like nobody ever thinks about the other side of things which yes you'd always be like oh you're so lucky but like I can't imagine like always being like you're so skinny you're so, like people saying that all and it's all the so time. interesting I just
0: like because I'm really into the hormonal health so um, again because I'm obviously gonna go study it a little bit more but how you said the fertility thing because I think food is such a medicine thing I was talking to this girl who was in my school and she was having really bad fertility hormonal issues all of that stuff and so she went to somebody similar to a health coach who trained her like to take three certain things out of her diet and she is feeling tremendously better. So yeah. it's just interesting that like food is medicine. It is not just a weight loss technique as well.
1: Um, There's a girl that I follow on YouTube again. She's She owns like a athletic wear company and like used to do like bodybuilding but she's also just like really good to watch on YouTube but she's like super healthy like, always does, like, what I eat in the day kind of, like, videos, and she always struggled with, like, really bad acne, like, all through her life, and in the last year, she just one day decided, I'm going to start cutting out random things to see if that is going to change anything, and she cut out, like, she was going from eating, like, four to five eggs a day, and then cut them out, and her skin got better. I That is exactly what this girl cut out was eggs. just Just eggs, and I was, like, so Who interesting. Would have thought, like So eggs.
0: interesting because I mean there was a few things she cut out, but she said that her I, I don't know if it was a naturopathologist or if it was a health coach or what it whatever it doesn't matter.
1: But she, to cut out eggs. Yeah, and that, isn't that wild that just like one thing can and it can inflame. Body.
0: Yeah, and we can have such an inflammatory response to different substances, anything you're intaking. You know, again, that's why I just think I just can't. Preface this enough that everybody is so different. Like some people can digest milk. Some people can't. Some people can take in fiber more than others. It's just what works for you. And the the shitty part about that is like you have to research. You have to, fig- research. <laughs> you to
1: figure it you out. You have
0: to figure it out. You have to find the time. You have to be motivated. And you have to do it for yourself when you're ready. And it's just a lot of research and, nit and grit on it. But once you do... Like eating becomes so much easier, yeah.
1: Because it's a lifestyle switch. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Dr. Pepper. (laughs) It's totally a lifestyle switch, and this I probably talked about this too on our past podcast. But this year's been really tough, like mentally, for me. So. I haven't ate the best for me but I'm always so aware like if I'm gonna go eat a piece of pizza I know I'm gonna feel sick from it I know exactly like how it's not gonna help my body so then in turn I'll like juice a lot or do something different to like take down the bloating but I know I'm gonna get inflamed from certain things so just having the knowledge doesn't mean that you're gonna always need to follow it but it's just important to know your body enough to know how to treat it
1: Yeah, very important to be self-aware. Yeah, like after Easter, I had so many regular Reese's eggs, and I just felt like poop. Like I thought I was going to throw up when we got home from Easter.
0: I saw this TikTok. (laughs) It just reminds me because of caffeine. Um, It was like this girl had drank a Red Bull and like an iced coffee or something and her boyfriend's just yelling at her in the background and was like you wonder why your stomach hurts all you have drink is like caffeine this whole day you haven't had any water drink more water and I was laughing so hard I'm like this is my
1: life. Catty yesterday was like I've been working really hard on drinking more water and I was like me too I've I've been trying to drink a mason jar of water before my coffee every morning and she's like me too and we're like go us <laughs> that's so funny because i literally have been every morning i'll have one of those
0: huge mason jars at the straw and i'm like i can't have anything until i drink this yeah
1: that's what i've been doing isn't that, that is weird so weird i just started that what the fuck? like the last probably two weeks that's what i've been like i can't have my pot of coffee until I, I drink my mason jar of water
0: <laughs> forcing myself to do that okay so um the next topic we want to talk about is going to be more business oriented because again business podcast to is small business um so we want to talk about loving what you do and our example we're going to use is going to be the podcast so well do, we can maybe talk about a little bit about um Like how going into our business, what we expected out of it, versus what we are getting out of it, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, Do you want to talk about your photography? And then I can kind of talk Um, about. Yeah,
1: I guess. I think like before I started doing photography professionally, I actually had a bunch of people ask me if I would ever do weddings, and I said no. I said I wanted to keep photography fun, and I didn't want to um, make it into a job which I think going into it um, was probably a good mindset to have versus, like, I need to do this many things to make money. Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't really know what else. (laughs) I don't know what I want to say. Okay, I'll
0: kind of break it down because when you were saying um, about loving your job and – because um, if, if you're doing what you love versus trying to make money. I just am going to kind of reflect on what happened to me when I was a little bit younger. I was like so lost and I did not know what I wanted to do because I always felt empty from all of the things I was doing. And so I, especially when I started massage, I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Is this the right move? What am I going to do? I don't know. So... Um, Tyler had said to me, and it just, like, every single decision I've made since then has just reflected on the statement. And I think he read it in a book or something. Um, And it says, you do what you love and the money will come. Don't ever chase the money. Yes. And I thought that was, like, the best advice. And so I fell in love with massage and I did it. I fell in love with yoga. Um, Any yoga instructors out there, I know I've talked about this before. It is not a very lucrative business unless you live in a huge city. And that's okay. I know I don't make a lot of money doing it, but I love it. And we were talking about this podcast and like we don't even know how to get a sponsor on here. Yeah. And we don't get paid, but we just
1: like... It's more of a creative outlet. Um, Yes. And I think people who listen or hire for anything, they are going to... They're going to know your heart is in it versus, like, just wanting money.
0: Yes. So. And I think that it's so so beautiful to do something in your career that you don't get paid for. And, like, there's been so many things that I've done lately and that you've done lately probably too where you're not getting paid, especially because of the time we're in. But we're just, like, creative outlet, doing things we love, putting this content out for people, whatever you're doing, because we love it. And then in turn, people want to be a part of it and then you end up getting money for it. And if you don't receive the money, it doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: I don't care if we ever get paid to do this. I don't ever expect
0: to get paid to do this, and I would rather not because it makes it more fun. It's not as much pressure, and I just love it. So I think it is so important when you're starting any sort of business or whatever career you're in, even if you're in a career now, to chase what you love and to chase your passion and the money Will come come.
1: if you are passionate. Because then you're dedicated. Yeah, you'll you'll learn more when you're like driven than just driven for money. Because when you're driven for money, that's the only thing your brain is gonna be on. And even I, I can admit that, like, come busy season, I feel that. Like, I feel like I need to do this because people are paying me to do it. And then like the creativeness kind of like loses its. side because I feel pressured because I'm being paid to do it which I hate to even admit that out in public but I just have to remind myself to just be we all are like that. yeah everybody's like that everybody feels pressure to do things when they're paid Um, so like a thing that I always have to remind myself and I say this to myself before every single wedding that I go to um, because it helps me stay creative and try to keep like try to keep my mind off of this as a job versus just a creative outlet is um, I do this every weekend, but this is the couple's one weekend. So I tell myself that every single wedding. I love that. (laughs) And
0: I know this is very not relatable, but I used to tell myself when I was a server, like getting a new table coming in, if I was um, love the Wilkin giving them a shout out I also I've ordered so much food from them um, support your local businesses but anyways I waitress at the Wilkin and there was a table that would come in and I would just be like overwhelmed I would have so many tables and I used to tell myself like what I need to give them the best service because what if this is the only time they can afford to go out to eat yeah for a whole year and I just like ruined their whole experience
1: yeah and that's like a really good mindset to have because I feel like you get into that rut of doing something every single day. And I can totally admit to it. Like when you do sessions every single day, when you do weddings, every single weekend, it becomes like just you're in the motions, but I have to tell myself every single weekend that this is their one time because then my heart's in it. Because then I remember like if I were them and I were to switch places, like I would want my photographer to be as, you know, Ambitious and creative as possible, not just going. It's just such a good
0: way to ground yourself, too. You just have to remember. Yes, and I think um, through experience, too, on my side. And this will go for massage and yoga, but again, because yoga is so new for me, and I like know how to adjust my life to massage now. um, That's kind of where I have more experience with it. But right away, I was like, it's a numbers game, right? Like I want to have the most students I can have in my class. At all times or I feel like I'm not successful Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm not making any money so then in turn is it not worth it and I just like had a mindset flip where I'm like if I can at least impact one person today and offer this service to one person and just do it purely out of the joy and creativeness because I love to do it then I'm gonna be happy and that's going to satisfy me and after that happened and I stopped worrying about the money I became full all the yeah, time
1: and then you stop worrying about like you said you stop worrying about money so then it just becomes fun
0: it was so fun yeah and it's so fun and then and it was great because then I started to get busy because people can tell always if your heart's in it mm-hmm. always even in a session for massage if I'm out of it I feel so unbelievably bad there has been times where I have messaged people and been like I'm exhausted, I can't give you what you need. Do you wanna reschedule for tomorrow? Because I just, your heart needs to be in it. And so it's always good to remind yourself, but even just choosing a career, do it what you love and the money will come. And if it doesn't, you're still gonna have a very satisfied life because your heart will be full. And you will help so many more people that way than just being money-driven. It makes you just a better person in general. So yeah. that's kind of our business topic. Any funny stories? I saw a meme actually, because Tracy um, brought it up in our Bible study last night. I thought it was so funny um, for all of our introverted people. Um, if I can find the meme, because I already have so many funny things on my phone since last night. Oh, damn, honestly. There was one from
1: Trey Kennedy. Do you know who he is? Yes, he's so funny. He's a YouTuber, right? Yeah, he made, like, a TikTok, and it was, like, introverts versus extroverts during quarantine. And the extroverts were like, this sucks. I had dinner planned at this really expensive restaurant, and you can't get that reservation for, like, five more months, and now I'm not going to be able to go. And then the introvert just lays back down on the couch and is like, welcome to my world. (laughs) It's like, yes.
0: Probably so excited. Um, The meme says, I'm a homebody, but damn, did I like going one or two places. And I was like, that is so true. Hopefully soon. Yes, I love it. Um, Yes, soon. And even even if not, summer is just right around the corner. So it means the lake or wherever you like to go. Going for
1: walks that don't entail being frozen.
0: Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Like, my running has become such... A mental health necessity, and I also fucking hate being cold. And so I can't, I cannot run in this weather. Like the other night when you were going for a run and it was snowing, and I was like, absolutely not. I can't do it. I cannot. <laughs> my do headphones it.
1: died. Yeah. It was oh, so
0: sad. that's so bad. It was. How do you keep bad. a pace? I cannot run
1: without I music. I ended up turning my music on just my phone, so oh I could hear yes, it, you could hear it a little bit. But I was like three-fourths the way to my destination so I had to keep going but yeah anyway
0: I ran the other day and I tried a new route I think I told you this and then I um like I kind of forgot when I was tracking my run that I had to turn around and run it back and I got (laughs) two miles away from home and I was like I just have to fucking walk (laughs) this Uh, is so cool um okay so kind of ending on that note um read the
1: label Read eat, the label. Eat what works best for you. Don't yes, care about there what is anybody no, else says.
0: There's no right way to help. And always eat what you like. Don't force yourself to eat yeah. things you don't there's always a different route to health. Nobody so find what works you.
1: If you don't like mushrooms like me, don't eat them. <laughs> if you don't like olives, throw them out.
0: Oh, yes. OK, so I know I have zero funny stories besides my child making fun of me. Um, so tune in next week for more of that. <laughs> but anyways, you guys, as always, stay safe, stay healthy. We cannot wait to see everybody again. Now more than ever. So I freaking love you. Freaking love you. Bye.